As you're being seated, I invite you to find a Bible. I would like to share a few words of Scripture with you before you go forth from this place to live as a people of praise. Our text for the morning is Psalm 67. The psalmist says, May God be gracious to us and bless us and to make his face shine upon us. That your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let the peoples praise you. Let the nations, nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the people with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere him. God loves us so very, very much that our God communicates with us. God communicates his will and his way to us because God does not want us to live in ignorance and darkness. So God communicates with us. And because we know that, because we believe that, we can boldly say that this is the word of God. So just a few words about this psalm because we are called to live as people of praise. There's a tradition in the Christian community, it goes back to the earliest days of the church, that when we begin our morning prayer, our daily morning prayer, that we use a particular text from one of the psalms that says, O Lord, open my lips so that my mouth shall show forth your praise. That's a good way to begin the day because some of us need to learn how to open our lips in praise. We're called to be a people of praise. Did you hear what the psalmist said here in this text? You probably were reminded of another text when you heard the psalmist say, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine shine upon us. That probably, I hope, took your mind back to that great priestly blessing, that great ironic benediction that we find in the sixth chapter of the book of Numbers where God told Moses to tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people by saying the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So the psalmist here speaks about God's face shining upon us. Do you know what it means to talk about God's face shining upon us? Do you know what it means for us to bless each other and ask that God's face will shine upon us? That's a Hebraic way from the Old Testament, an idiom that simply just means that may we, may we sense and may we see the smile of God's approval on our lives. Through the power of the Holy Spirit and through God's grace working in our lives, we can live in such a way that we can sense and see 
the smile of God's approval on our lives. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. And then as you read on in this psalm, I hope that you noticed you ran across some of the most audacious language we find in the Old Testament. Make his face shine upon us, that your way, God, that your way may be known upon earth and your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. And he's so taken with that, he says it again in verse 5. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. I hope you understand how dramatically audacious that is in the Hebrew Bible. Here's some of the Jewish community here in Jerusalem in a backwater region of the earth saying that there is going to come a time when all the peoples of all the earth will praise this God that's being praised here in this psalm. What the psalmist is saying, and this is what is audacious, he is saying, may all the earth praise the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. May all the peoples one day praise the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We forget that, as we've said throughout the history of the church, how odd of God to choose the Jews. Really, a small confederation of tribes living in the backwater of the ancient world in a region that no one else wanted to inhabit. They'd never reached the grandeur of the Romans or the Greeks or the Phoenicians or the Persians, but they had a God and they had an experience with their God there in that region that we call the Holy Land. And they had such a powerful experience with their God there in the region we call the Holy Land that they yearned for the day, they looked forward to the day when all the earth, all the peoples, would praise this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's why we refer to this as a missionary psalm. Don't ever lose, don't ever lose how strange it is that here you are, here I am, here we are in this place today in High Point, North Carolina, United States of America, and we're praising the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm sure that when the Hebrews wrote this, they thought nobody could believe this, but they could believe this because they knew how big their God was, and they said there will come a time that this God that we worship will go around the earth, and before, before the age is in, there'll even be people sitting here in High Point, North Carolina, worshiping this God of Abraham. Isaac and Jacob. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Here we are, praising this God, and we're called to be a people of praise. You, you probably don't realize this, but you know more Hebrew than you think you do. A Hebrew word that I'm sure you know is the Hebrew word hallelujah. Hallel, praise. Yah, God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. 
So you know that Hebrew word for praising God, for praising the Lord, because we are called to be a people of praise. I I hope that you love that Hebrew word. I encourage you to learn a little bit more Hebrew as time goes by, because I believe Hebrew will be the language of heaven. And you thought we were going to speak Southern English there, didn't you? Hallelujah. You know that Hebrew word because that's the Hebrew word that says praise God. We're called to be a people of praise. That's what this psalmist, this missionary psalm is doing, saying this good news of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jesus will scatter around the world. And all of the people of this God will be a people of praise. So I hope that you've learned how to open your lips in praise every day. Don't let the circumstances of life, don't let the moods that you experience stop you from being a people of praise. Praise is one of the most powerful weapons we have in the Christian arsenal. Then you notice the psalmist ends with saying, the earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us so that all the ends of the earth may revere him. I know sometimes I I feel like I'm a part of that bless me God club. I just am always asking God to bless me, and that's okay. But you hear at the end of this psalm that the purpose of God's blessings in our lives are so that the ends of the earth We'll revere him, we'll know him, we'll praise him. That's why God blesses us, not so that we just can be a blessed people, but so that we can live as people of praise. And our praise directs all of humankind to an experience of this, our God. So friends, you remember that the last words of Jesus according to the Gospel of Matthew, were not words where he said to the church, church, come to church. It's good to come to church. We're told in the book of Hebrews to not forsake our gathering together. But you'll notice that the last words of Jesus were not come to church, but the last words of Jesus were go. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So he sends us forth. He sends us to go to the nations to take this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to the nations. And the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations. He sends us forth to display his blessings as we go and to sing his praises as we go. Now, I want to hear your voice as we stand and sing our final hymn.